Welcome to your Daily Dose. I'm Nick. Bob and I both feel the same way about the post office, that it's magic. You'll hear that on this episode, and we feel strongly that you should support it. And by doing that, support yourself. Send some mail, a thank you note, a favorite story about a friend to that friend. Write your mom and tell her that you love her. Oh, and if you know what mayonnaise is, drop us a note. Mayonnaise is kind of gross overall. Because yeah. what is it? Egg. Egg. And something, some other stuff. But Oil. Eggs yellow. Why is mayonnaise cream? I Tell think it. it's the white of eggs. Okay, you're just you're guessing. Now. I'm 100% I'm guessing. pretty sure it's yeah. the yolks. And I'm yeah. pretty sure they just chemically adjust that stuff. If the Mayo industry is listening to this, and I know you are, if the Mayo Clinic is listening to this, the Mayo industry, people with the last name Mayo, people who like sandwiches. Exactly. Yeah. Let us know what mayo Please is made out of. Tell us. Yeah. Write us. We would like to know. Please send us a recipe for mayo via the U.S. Postal Service because we have to support the U.S. Postal Service. Absolutely. These days we do. Yeah. We do. Honestly, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the post office is a miracle. Oh, I mean. 1,000%. It a, a, like a stamp costs 45 cents. 50 something now. Okay. Yeah. 55 cents. So I, let's make it a buck. It's not, but let's make it a buck. You can, for what it does? I can send it to Hawaii for a buck. I don't know if I can send it to China for a buck. No. But I know any place in the United States, I can send it. And it will but get international, to- international stamps for the places that we could easily like had the, um, uh, had the agreements with was like a dollar five. Okay. Because I bought some thinking I was going to write somebody in Argentina, but it couldn't go through because of the uh, pandemic. <laughs> really? So yeah. no, you send them something typewritten? Uh, yeah, I typed it up uh, and I tried sending it and got returned to me. So I took pictures and I, I sent them to her. Tell me, tell me about your friend in Argentina. How did you meet this person? This was really neat because it was that perfect moment of just openness and communication. I was actually working at Porch Therapy, like one of the first couple of days I was working there at East End Market. And I was really starting, as I'd spoken about in, in one of the previous episodes, like I can't believe how easy it is and how engaging it is to talk to people about plants. Like when that's your icebreaker, everything else is easy. So, you know, you start kind of making up lines when you're working there, like, how are you? How are you? Oh, I'm great. I get to work around plants all day. And you know, that just takes the conversation in a number of ways. Yeah. Uh, so this young woman came in named Alex and we just got to chatting and it turns out she owns her own social media and marketing business. Oh, cool. And she works all over the world. So she doesn't really have a home base, although her mom works or lives here in Orlando. So she was just visiting. She was about to leave for Argentina. So this was back in February. Um, and so I told her about the show. It turned out she, I think she was a Rollins grad and she worked at WPRK while she was, uh, while she was in school there. So it's like, when you get back, come on the show. So we scheduled it the whole nine yards, like June. She's going to be on the show. How fun. Turns out when you go to Argentina and you're down there <laughs> and the pandemic starts, you get stuck there. Yeah. So she's down there with her boyfriend and I've been following her on Instagram and it's just the most amazing story. It sucks yeah. because she can't get back home. She's been stuck down there. They do crazy quarantining down there whenever everybody whenever somebody travels so and it's winter down there oh oh that's yeah right. it's opposite because it's so far south it's like yep. the south pole 
So she actually, I think her boyfriend's job took him even closer or more in a more Southern direction. So it's even colder now. So the stuff she's posting, it looks so inviting to us because we're dying here in August, Yeah. but I'm sure she's freezing. But to hear, I I can't wait to hear the entire story of it Right. because I've been following along, but the idea of additional quarantines and being there in winter and being up in the in the mountains and seeing the snow every day and all of that stuff must be remarkable. It's an incredible different yeah. world. That is yeah. that is cool. And so so this letter, can you share? Were you uh, encouraging and supporting her? Or? I was. Yeah, I was like I I think I wrote her two, and one was kind of a little bit about um, this show because we just started it, uh, and I was like, you know, I'm doing this thing. It's kind of crazy. I'm, it's very interesting, but at the same time, I'm not really sure what I'm doing, but I feel like you're the same way, you know, because you're kind yeah. of just jumping into things and you don't really know everything that's going to happen because she will travel to places she's never been to before and live there and work. Yeah, that's a that's pretty cool lifestyle. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. you know, I, I kind of envious of that, the ability to just go places. And when I say that, I get to go places with my love and my family. Sure. But it's all a very scheduled something it's once, planned a, out. once yeah. a year. Uh, but to be able to live that way and just see so much in so many places. But I guess that's the risk these days now. Now we know who knew, you know, you could get trapped there and have yeah. ridiculous quarantine. I'm assuming ridiculous quarantine means that like weeks she's going to have to stay in one space. Yeah. So they moved from one place to the other, I think within Argentina and he's a citizen down there, I believe. Um, and so they had to quarantine for two weeks at their new location. So they basically couldn't leave except for food. And even then I think that was a little bit of a, uh, uh, rigmarole to get all that stuff going. Wow, that's cool though. I I, I yeah. like that you that you do that too. That's yeah, that's generosity well, of spirit. And the thing that really impressed me about her, and this is it's maybe make, make me sound sexist because you know putting myself into other people's shoes is not necessarily. I can be empathetic mm-hmm. once you explain something to me, but I'm also often reactively empathetic rather than proactively empathetic. But I really admire the fact that she's doing all that and as a woman doing that because I'm six foot tall and I'm, you know, I have the beard and I have glasses, which obviously make me a lot tougher. So I don't walk around often that scared of anything, but as a woman traveling often alone, going to new places, living there, finding the vibe, that is bravery at a level that I don't know that I could do. I agree. I yeah. agree. That is it. it. And I think, you know, you can be prudent about it. You can, you know, pay attention to the details, but still it's sad to say, but in this world, when it comes down to people making it physical, um, being male or female makes a difference, Yeah, you know, and size makes a difference. And, you know, so yeah, I, I, I feel that I get that. Yeah. And I, I, I may actually have a little bit of, uh, sexism in me with regard to that too because i feel a protectiveness of the women in particular in my life you know wanting to walk them to their cars when sure when we're leaving sack at night or stuff like that yeah and of course i consider it i never you know force the issue if you say no i'm fine i, I would rather walk alone you walk alone but otherwise i'm happy to go and just kind of walk with you because like you i tend to have not too many people threatening me I don't have, you know, the gorgeous beard uh, and I only have the glasses sometimes, but... And really, it's just the Yakuza coming after you. (laughs) That's the only one you have to worry about. And and I would actually worry about them. Yeah. Oh, should I have said that on the air? Yeah, probably not. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. We have a lot of Yakuza listeners. As we should. (laughs) 
So many different kinds of sparks can ignite a personal relationship. That makes Nick a human sparkler of sorts. Whether through conversation, a hand-typed letter, or a retail plant transaction, he constantly finds interesting ways to connect with other people. He started our relationship with a radio show, and now we have a podcast. Pretty soon, I'll be ready to go to third base with Nick. A live show. Stay tuned for that. Until next time, dear listeners, keep it kind.